Welcome back to another episode of Voices of Black Power. It's your girl, Phonetic Wisdom, and today y'all are in for a treat. But first off, happy Women's Month. Make sure you celebrate the special woman in your life and give thanks to them. So today's podcast, we'll be hearing from a rising star in the female rap game. But she's not your average rapper, and you're about to find out why. So without further ado, I welcome Miss Banger of official thank you thank you for having me thank you so much phonetic wisdom yes yes so first of all thank you for coming on the podcast and you know as you know you're going to share your story and um you're definitely a voice of black power to me and i'm really excited for you on your journey right now thank you that means a lot coming from you oh don't start don't start don't make it me. <laughs> but you know me and you we go back like seven-year-old cornrows <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've heard that one before we go back though we go back we know each other but you know the audience may not know who you are so just go on and tell our listeners who you are and what you do so my name is Kema Jasper, and I am a rapper, a songwriter, as well as a web developer. And so it wasn't until 2019 when I began to brand myself as Banga Official, Banga standing for Building a New Generation Against Adversity. And that was right after or right before I put out my first project, A New Vibe. And what Banga means to me and what I stand for is pretty much pushing a positive narrative towards adversities because ultimately it's our adversities which help us grow. So taking those tough times, those hard times that we all go through because we all go through tough times no matter on what scale, I feel like those are the times that we should use to really define our character. So that's what Banga stands for. And I try to push that in all areas of my life, not just music, even though I am an artist, I try to push that in just everyday living. So that's the brand. And um, that's what I'm building towards. And yeah, that's who I am. Okay, yeah. Over here, like the female common of rap. <laughs> I see you, sis. No, I love that. Yo, when I found Thank out you. that Bang is there for building a new generation against adversity, I was like, they're not fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like once I throw that out there, people be like, oh, I now like, I want to okay. listen. I'm like, okay. Because honestly, I didn't know what to think. I was just like, okay, banger. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a common nickname, but I'm like, nah, I didn't even I'm think it was common. Really? I think when I first like heard you, the first time I saw you perform back at Hofstra, I don't think I ever heard anybody call themselves a banger. I yeah, was just like, I remember you was on the stage <laughs> and you had the girls, you was dancing. Yeah. I was like, okay. That's when uh, Charlemagne was holding. He tried to come at us like, yo, I'm going to see y'all on Love and Hip Hop. And I'm like, yo. I don't know if that's a compliment or this, Who but that cares? means something. That means something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, sis doing her thing out here. I had backup dancers. Yeah. Yes. Nobody was fucking with me. No, I'm telling you, y'all. So Tune funny. in. Like, y'all better <laughs> take notes, okay? My girl Banger Ben out here. Yeah. So, like, all right. What do you do outside of rap, though? Like, 
what's your thing so outside of rap i have a nine to five (laughs) which is a a web developer and um yeah i just work on technology i work with a lot a lot of um emerging technologies so uh like 3D printing, virtual reality, and all those fascinating things that's emerging in the technical world. Um, recently, I was put on an internal project at my job to build a website for an organization called Girls for Technology. And um, I went in, I revamped their old website, updated it. So uh, Girls for Technology is an organization, nonprofit organization that uh, helps unrepresented minority girls um, learn technology. So I felt like that was the perfect fit, especially for my first project on a job. And it was just really great. And ironically, the CEO founder name was Sabrina. And so (laughs) (laughs) me and my girl, Phonetic Wisdom. Yes, that's my real name, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't want to put you on the spot. But yeah. Nah, it's cool. They going to research me anyway. Yeah, so it felt like a a perfect (laughs) fit for me. And um, from here, I'm just, you know, continue to learn new things each day. Yes, spitting bars and coding. Hmm. What y'all know? Yo, you should put that on a shirt. Yo, it was supposed to be spitting raps and building apps. Oh, yeah. Yo, I love that. <laughs> so coming Man. soon. Coming All right, soon. y'all. Merch coming soon. Yes, Merch coming yes. soon. So um, tell us what what came first, rap or tech? So rap definitely came first. Um, I guess I had a little bit of interest. And both, um, I was always into like, I guess like tech, techie stuff, but not really hardcore. Like I always had a computer. I always had a phone. I had a phone since like fourth grade. So I was always into like the little tech technology, but nothing like too crazy internal. But um, the rapping came about when I was in high school. So I was into like rhyming, I guess poetry, you can say, but nothing crazy. It wasn't until uh, high school, like I said, 14 years old, taking a train from Far Rockaway to downtown Delancey Street each day, Lower East Side. So for that hour and like 15 minute, whatever train ride, I had my iPod. And so from there, I would always download music on LimeWire or whatever it was at that time. <laughs> and then um, Lil Wayne was like one of the most popular rappers at the time. So I would get all his mixtapes and download all his songs. And I just loved how he pit the metaphors and similes together. And I'm just like, yo, how does he think of this stuff? I literally thought he was a genius. Yo, so I wanted to be, level. right? He literally is a genius. And so um, I wanted to be like that. I was like, yo, how does he do this? I need to see how to do this. So I, I started putting my own raps together. And so from there, I started, like, rapping for my friends. And they was like, yo, you're good. I'm like, really? So that gassed me up to, like, keep going. That gassed you up. You was <laughs> right. already talented. They just put you on. Yeah, so they was like, you yo, you like, good. Yo. I'm like, really? And so it was something that I enjoyed and something that I got good feedback for. And so that's really what pushed me to kept, to keep rapping. And, um, yeah, at the time, I didn't really rap about anything with substance. I was just like... Bitches ain't shit, blah, blah, blah. 
<laughs> but I like that. You I enjoyed doing it, so I just kept doing it. But it wasn't until I think I would give credit to like going to college at Hofstra when I was actually performing in front of people and I'm like wait what I'm saying and who I am is not connecting so um it was after joining spit actually I felt like that really helped my content and gain uh give me substance to my um I guess my songs and so actually at the time when I was in spit so spit is uh the spoken word and poetry club at Hofstra and so while um being with spit um I kind of stopped rapping because I felt like Rapping is is not what is not who I am. Not like not that it's not who I am, but pretty much that um, I guess I felt like what rap was about wasn't what I was about. So I kind of felt like I didn't have a connection to it. So I stopped rapping. I started doing spoken word because I felt like it was more meaningful and that was more what I wanted to push. But then I really love rap, so it was always been my passion, and so I felt like you know what, I can take what I learned from poetry and spoken word and I can put it in rap and still have substance in what I'm pushing. And so that's how building a new generation against adversity came about because I wanted to, you know, push something that was meaningful to me. I love that. Yes. I love that. You definitely hit like several nails on the head with that response. Thank you. Thank you. I love you, girl. I love you too. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. All right. I already called you like the female comment of rap. Is that is that an artist that you like? I do like common, yes. Okay, okay, uh, okay. J. Cole's top, top though. All right, yeah, that's what we're about to go with it. Yeah. Tell us what, who, what artists like inspire you to keep going or like you listen to, you be like, yo, I felt that. Like, you know, you hear some people like, how dare you know what I'm thinking? Like, Definitely who, J. Cole, who, yeah, like I said. Uh, I feel that. Lauren Hill. Mm. Yes, of course. Um, who else? I do love Kendrick Lamar. I love Chance the Rapper. I love Big Sean. Um, I also I also loved um, how Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, and Megan Thee Stallion, and all the female rappers out there, not even just the mainstream ones, just all the female. Because I, I listen to a lot of, uh, like, I guess not mainstream female rappers, too. Mm-hmm. But um, I just love that female rapping is, is, like, even a contender at this point, you know? So, um, me personally, top is J. Cole. <laughs> you know what? Like, I love J. Cole. But I love Kendrick, too. And I feel like if they were both having a concert on the same day at the same time, I'd have to go with Kendrick. Mm, I mean, we did go to that Kendrick we concert. We did go to Kendrick concert, night. but we didn't have a conflict <laughs> as know, opposed to where it, it was so Kendrick good, and J. Cole. It, it really was. Them. It really was. That was a great day. So good, yeah. Yo, where's my shirt now that I think Yo, about it? Yo, I think my nephew took my shirt. And I'm Yo, just like, I just realized I got there. robbed that he was talking about <laughs> I definitely about got robbed of my Top Dog Entertainment shirt. Damn. Yo, you ever, like, start talking about something that you have and realize you don't know where it is? <laughs> Most of my things, yeah. Yo, that's exactly what just happened. Oh man, that's awesome. That's funny. That's funny. All right, y'all. We still here. Yes. But, um, all right. So, like, real, like... You don't got to get too crazy in the detail, but, like, you know, you, you've been rapping for, like, 11 years now. That's just a lot. 11, right? You're 25 still? Yeah, girl. I bet. That's that's a long time. Yeah. All right? You know, like, a lot of people don't have that type of dedication to keep going with anything. So, what's that journey been like for you? Mm, that's a great question. 
the journey has definitely been just that a journey <laughs> and um i think it's the journey that keeps keeps me going keeps us all going honestly um so starting off it was just like a for fun kind of thing but then i really saw how um people were reacting or the feedback i was getting from it and, and that's what when i was like this can be something serious so um like i said it wasn't pretty it wasn't until pretty recently where i started to take it um serious so after college when i started to merge the spoken word content with the rapping that's when i uh, put out my first project last year a new vibe and that's when i started to take it serious so from the journey from there i'll i'll start from there cuz that's when it really became started becoming official um the journey has been interesting. Like, <laughs> no one teaches you a lot of the stuff that you learn in the music industry. You kind of just have to just take that first step and see where it goes from there. A lot of people are not who they seem to be. So I want um, the listeners out there to keep that in mind. And the most important thing is just to believe in yourself because no one's going to have your back like you have your back. If you picture your work and your hard work and your um, talent into someone else's hands, they're not going to handle it how you will handle yourself. So do for yourself and then everything that's yours will come to you. So that's pretty much how my journey has been going. Me learning that those things... Um, has really been helping me going. So pretty much just making sure I'm a legitimate and my uh, my name is uh, copyrighted, my music is copyrighted and all this stuff that makes me official. That's what I'm like, uh, that's the journey that I'm on right now. Just becoming official, making sure I'm doing for myself and you know, don't really take too many hands out hands out handouts <laughs> because people are gonna always respect thing, expect things in return i can't talk right now what the heck but yeah y'all know what i'm saying just do for yourself <laughs> that, sometimes what you give and what people want back don't even be seeming like it's an alignment like hold up how how i ask you for that and you ask me for this yeah i don't People will take advantage of you um, if you let them. Uh, make sure the people on your team is, is, you know, for you. Thankfully for me, I have an amazing manager who also happens to be my sister. So, honestly, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't even still be going because it takes a lot. You, um, Even though I say do for yourself, you can't just do it all alone. Like, you need people around you who are going to support you and lift you up. Who have your highest good. In mind, so in heart. yeah, definitely facts, facts, and um, yeah. So tell us, how do you find the time and energy to be uh, in IT and a thriving artist? Hmm. Because that's, that's I guess, because I don't got no kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got no men. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just, I have a lot of, I mean, I I be feeling like I have a lot of time. And then in the same sense, I feel like I have like no time. Like I be feeling like time always too, slips away. Right. Too. So I'm like, I, I just do is. what I can. <laughs> Literally, I just do what I can. I take it one day at a time. Um, little steps each day adds up. So, you know, just got to take it one day at a time. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's the simplest way to put it. Mm -hmm. That's, that's yeah. the truth, you know. But um, definitely. So you ever feel like a lone wolf 
being, you know, a young black woman. And you're from where? Far Rockaway. Far Rock is Queen. in the building. Oh, snap. Far Rock, not just don't me. stop. That's crazy. I'm, I'm always the only Far Rockian Born in the building. Born and raised. That's, so, all right. So, listen <laughs> up. Listen up. Black woman, far rock rapper, NIT. What you talking about? Okay. okay. <laughs> a lone wolf, definitely. Breaking down barriers, okay. Definitely feel like a lone wolf. Even, um, it, 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 it like, stems from, like, even, like, within my family to outside my family. Um, within my family... I am most of my uh, family members are in nursing or in health. So sometimes it feels like I'm speaking a foreign language if I speak about what I do. But they're very supportive. So it doesn't feel as much as an like an outsider as it would if I'm like I'm in class in college and I'm like the only black person or the only girl in my computer science class or something like that so I've definitely felt it I just actually use it as encouragement because again against adversity we build in a new generation against adversity and me being in a situation of me being the only black person or the only black girl in my class it just pushes me to be like yo if I continue there's going to be another black, little black girl or a little, you know, somebody else who could look up to me and see like, yo, this is possible. So um, being the the outsider, I guess, is is what I use to build my character. If that makes sense. I like that. I like that. Because, you know, like when you got to go through that process of like being on that narrow path. And everybody else is on that big wide path twerking, and you just—it's like, hard. Lit. It's not an easy and thing to like, be yo, your own you just person. Be like, man, I kind of mm-hmm. miss the BS, but like yeah. at the same time, like, nah, I got a purpose. I gotta see this through. And your purpose will always be worth it. That's a fact. But you gotta make sacrifices. You really sacrifices, make sacrifices. A lot of sacrifices. Um, currently I'm living in Connecticut, so I'm away from my family in Far Rockaway, and um, it's hard, you know, being the only one out there and. But you just got to focus on uh, why you're doing it. And that'll always make it a little less hard. Focus on your why. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. They always say you got to know what your why is. Mm-hmm. And you got to see the end. Because regardless of where you are, say I was in Connecticut, California, wherever, I'm going to go through hard times. So I just got to focus on why. What is the sacrifice? What is the outcome of the sacrifice? And why am I doing this? And it always gives you purpose as to go on each day. Absolutely. No, absolutely. That's so facts. I'm even realizing that more and more. Like, oh, I know that. But like, oh, I actually understand that more now since that situation Half full. (laughs) Half full glass. You know, and um, everything is good. That's great. So, before you, before you get out of here, real quick, yes. like, as you already touched on, like, we all gonna go through challenges, like, so, like, for you, like, pursuing your dreams as a rapper and like, doing big things in IT, you know, coding and just shifting the dynamic of the perspective of the black woman and what she's capable of like what's been a challenge for you you know like what what do you feel like is that one thing that kind of is always like all right you got to remember like this is 
this is just a minor obstacle on the way to a major abundance, you know, like. Hmm, that's a good question. Let me take a second because I really want to be honest with this answer. I would say, wait, let me make sure I understood your question. <laughs> so what are some challenges that I've overcome? Pretty yeah, much I mean, like, it doesn't have to be like a list or anything, but anything that you feel like throughout these years as you've been on this road, like it, it has been kind of that thing that's like, okay, you're still overcoming. Yeah, I would say, um, I guess uh, people not taking me serious or it could be from me not taking myself serious because like I said, people are going to treat you how you allow. So um, I will say the challenge is has been like building up my confidence. And I see little by little that I'm getting there. Building my confidence is one of the challenges that I've been facing since I can remember. Honestly, I can't even give it a time because it's been a long time. And I feel like it's always going to be me building myself up. Um, I think that we all have times where we're challenged. And it's how you get through those challenges that's that makes you um life is challenging right <laughs> yeah so i just feel like um every day is a challenge it's just how you get through those challenges how i get through those challenges would just be remind myself um all the things that make me who i am that makes me positive and then even take note of the things that you want to change and then just work towards those things. I think that is it's very simple if we just realize who we are. It starts within us. And then from there, you'll know, regardless of the situation, you'll know how to get through it because you'll know who you are as a person. Perfect answer. Perfect answer. There you guys have it. Banger official okay yo what you got events coming up sis like let the people I know i do so as you know south by southwest has been canceled this year and i was no, supposed to be out there with you and a few other of our friends but uh since it's canceled there have been a bunch of people reaching out to me to perform in connecticut and in new york city but i had a I had to decline because of South by Southwest. So now that um, South by Southwest is not taking place, I may pick up those performances. But you guys can just follow me on uh, my socials and from there stay up to date because sometimes I don't even be knowing until last minute. People will hit me up like, yo, want to perform? I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you just got to stay tuned because that's what I'm trying to do. I, I got to stay tuned. So you stay tuned while I stay tuned. And um, I always put it out there in advance so people could follow me on my journey if they choose to. And you can find me at Banga Official. All platforms, that's B-A-N-G-A-A official. All right. Yes. Thank you very much, Banga. I had so much fun. Yes. Thanks for having me again. Yes. Thanks for... I'll be back. Ah! 
<laughs> yes, she definitely will. Y'all better With check out a new vibe. Yes. Streaming on all platforms. Oh, yes. I didn't even put, shout out my new singles. So, yeah. So, a new vibe was last you year. You got two new singles. Yeah. So, <laughs> a new vibe was Actually, last year. Actually, nah, no, you got like. I got a bunch. Yeah, I didn't even know. You dropped like two more joints. You got like four EPs out, yeah. right? <laughs> no, 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 no EPs. But I put out a uh, new vibe. That was my only project, like the project that I put together of a collection of songs. But since then, I've been dropping singles so i have um where you at i have turn up featuring bonnie i have um head knocker and you could also see the music videos for that on my youtube channel too so those are my three singles that are out now i'm gonna put out a new one soon also so stay tuned for that middle child awesome well i'd like to thank my uh, Voices of Black Power audience for tuning in today to hear this awesome podcast. And um, thank you for sticking it out with me, y'all. I know it's been some time since y'all heard the last one, but as you can see, I've been working to curate some some amazing um, interviews and it's only more to come. So uh, keep rocking with us. Peace, love, and revolution. Phonetic Wisdom. <laughs>